Welcome back to Corona Chronicles. Um, in our last session, we saw Jesus crossing the lake and there was a kind of demonic storm that picked up as the disciples of Jesus were crossing. And we see Jesus have authority over the storm and with a word, he quietens it and the disciples are afraid and say, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Um, he's about to come into shore now and there's about to be another interaction um, with demons. So we'll see what happens. Reading from chapter five, verse one. They went across the lake to the region of the Gerasenes. Gerasenes. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain, for he had often been chained hand and foot but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and in the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? In God's name, don't torture me. For Jesus had said to him, come out of this man, you impure spirit. Then Jesus asked him, what is your name? My name is Legion, he replied, for we are many. And he begged Jesus again and again not to send them out of the area. A large herd of pigs were feeding on the nearby hillside. The demons begged Jesus, send us among the pigs, allow us to go into them. He gave them permission and the impure spirits came out and went into the pigs. The herd, about 2,000 in number, rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. Those tending the pigs ran off and reported this in the town and countryside, and the people went out to see what happened. When they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons sitting there, dressed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Uh, I mean, this is an um, incredible scene, isn't it? So it's night time when Jesus was in the boat and there was this great storm and he rebukes the storm. And then he's coming now. It's, it's probably early morning, you know, uh, the sun's coming up. You've got this scene, haven't you? It's a bit dark, a bit misty, perhaps, you know, whatever. And then you've got Jesus stepping out of the boat and it's like he's stepping into a war because you've got this mad man, mm. but more, worse than mad, yeah. you've got a, ma a man that not only cuts himself, breaks chains, no one can uh, uh, subdue him. He's stronger than even the gangs of uh, people in the town that could hold him down. Yeah. He's lurking in graveyards, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, this is this is a really sort of horror film, and he's he's possessed by a legion of demons, and he's running at Jesus. And you've got this scene, and you think, what on earth is going to happen? You know, get back in the boat, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can exactly. imagine the disciples saying, quick, yeah. quick, <laughs> you know, um, because it really is very, very frightening. Yeah. But what does Jesus do? He doesn't get back in the boat. Uh, he stands his ground. Yeah. He's here for a reason. Yes. And he's battled through or, or rebuked the storm in order to get here. Yeah. Uh, someone doesn't want him here. Yeah. Um, but he's here and he's, he's going to confront this bloke. It's yeah. a great scene, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely amazing. And again, 
Jesus doesn't, you know, Jesus has so much authority in his words, doesn't he? Because he doesn't right, roll his sleeve up and go, all right, then let's pin him down. Yeah. No one else can do it, but I can. Um, he says that he simply says to him, come out of this man, you impure spirit. And then that's enough to kind of uh, wrestle and pin down this, this, this demon. Um, and then he begins having this conversation with him when he asks him what, what his name is. And then we find out that, that, he's, that he's many. Um, but it's, it's interesting um, that he, obviously the demons know who Jesus is. Um, so often Jesus tells the demons, doesn't he, to be quiet. Yeah. I suppose there's no one around at this point, so he, he, he doesn't do that here. Um, but he has no But he knows that he is the son of the most high God. Yeah. Um, and, um, and that Jesus is going to... Uh, well, not so much torture, but deal with these demons. They're yeah. going. They, their their reign has a has a limit. Yes. And Jesus is here to stop this. Yeah. But I think that the the interaction of the the demonic, uh, who who we know in the Bible, you know, he's he's a he's the father of lies. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so we know that lies come from from Satan because he's the actual father of them. And uh, he's a murderer from the beginning, Jesus says in other parts of the Bible. Um, so he's a destructive killer. And the influence on this bloke is mm. devastating. Yeah. Cutting, uh, death, mm-hmm. lurking around dark, death, dead places. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. And here's the liberator yeah. stepped on the shore. Uh, that, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And he does, it's interesting, he begs Jesus, isn't it? It's um, A lot of people think that Satan is sort of Jesus's counterpart and his yeah. equal. Yeah. And that if they ever came to a showdown, you know, who's going to be stronger? We don't know. Who's going to win? Maybe Jesus edges it slightly. But these, there's not even a fight no. here. There's just there's just a white flag yeah. straight away. Yeah. Because they know who he is and they know the power. Yeah, and, and, and again, it shows you the whole Star Wars sort of, I know you love Star Wars, but uh, the whole Star Wars sort of worldview that there is just a force. Right. That there is good and there's a good side. Am I getting this right? Yeah. A good side <laughs> and, and, and the evil side. And yeah. you choose which side you're, you're going to use of the force. Mm-hmm. This isn't a dualism here. No. There is a devil, a liar, a, a, a destructive one, and then there is Jesus. And as yeah. you say, he is much more powerful. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I think you're right that, I mean, most of us won't be possessed in the way that this man is, but a lot of us will have these lies whispered to us. And it, it can come in the form of our, you know, our friends around us. Or if you think about sort of kids in school, the things that other kids will say to each other and the kind of ways that they'll pick on each other. And um, we end up sort of tormented inside mm. in, in this life in a lot of ways. Um, and we won't be perhaps as dramatic as this, but there might be, we might feel trapped in some ways like this man was. And we might feel controlled by something. Perhaps perhaps we can be controlled by alcohol or things. Um, or lust. Addictions, yeah. Or, or yourself. Yeah. Or sadness or you know anything so yeah. yeah and anger and and i mean the, the great news the reason this story is in the bible is is for us to know that jesus is the one who's able to still to still us in the way that he stilled the, the storm the way that he purifies this man by um sort of cleansing him internally and casting out the sort of troubles and um addictions and slavery to this demonic possession yeah the same is on offer for us. Jesus 
I mean, that, that's the marvellous thing, isn't it? So, uh, and when we come to the the pig bit and the pig men uh, uh, pig in men. the next session, I think, but the, the fact in verse 15, it, it, it says that he's sitting there mm. dressed and in his right mind. Yeah. And then it says the people were were afraid of this, which is strange because they were afraid of him when he was possessed, yeah. cutting himself and breaking chains and all of that sort of stuff yeah. because he had this sort of super ugly destructive power now he's sitting in his right mind and he's dressed they're afraid there again because yeah. something has happened yeah. that they can't explain yeah um they should be rejoicing to be quite honest but yeah. they don't seem to be it's the exact same in the storm actually when the storm's happening in the boat on the way over the disciples are afraid and then as soon as Jesus stills the story, yeah. it says they're terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, it's, well, this is terrifying because yeah. something's changed, hasn't it? Yeah. Something supernatural has happened. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and, um, but the lovely thing is that he's in his right mind. Mm -hmm. What an amazing sentence that is. That Jesus, when Jesus breaks in, you don't go crazy. No. You're not mad. You don't become a religious nut. You're actually in your right mind. And there's something very settling about that. Hmm. You know, there's rela it's relaxing, isn't it? It's, I, I bet you had the best night's sleep. Yeah. He's in his right mind. Yeah. 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 And that's what Jesus does, isn't it? And we, we've experienced, we, we, to some degree, we've experienced that, haven't yeah. we? That, that uh, you're longing for all kinds of things in life, uh, doing the things that people tell you to run after, mm -hmm. and then you meet Jesus, and you suddenly think, "Gosh, why?" You know, this is this is this is. I thought Jesus followers were mental, yeah. but actually, it's completely the yeah. opposite way around. Yeah, and you 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 think about your life before you were a Christian, and you think, "Well, actually, I was mad then." Yeah, the things that I went after, the things I thought were important. Yeah, uh, my heart was sort of lying to me constantly. And the Bible's got this language where it says, you know, we're transformed by the renewing of our minds. Yes. Yeah. So there is this sort of clarity and um, uh, mental stability, yeah, that comes with following Jesus. We've got to stop just to see the time. We'll come back to this story next time.